Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. For the first time ever, the LAPD has sworn in a Bangladeshi police officer through its reserve program. That same officer is also helping his community through his research at USC in neuroscience. This is the KNX Hero of the Week. And be sure to stick around for a special extended interview, a KNX Heroes Extra, that you do not want to miss. It's a lesson in time management, to say the least. During the day, Faisal Rashid works as a radiation oncology specialist as he studies for his master's degree in neuroimaging and informatics. At night, he's with the LAPD helping fight crime. The 28-year-old was born and raised in the Bangladeshi community in LA County. When he was in middle school, he began to wonder why people act the way they do. Current events like 9-11 also sparked his curiosity, as did the negative social reaction to Muslims. It didn't coincide with any of my values whatsoever. That basically raised another trigger in me to, okay, I need to fight for my country. Some of Faisal's work right now involves the study of brain disorders like depression and PTSD. He tells me his medical background can be helpful when it comes to the police force. There are tons of avenues where I feel like I might be able to be beneficial, even for officers, how to encourage more empathy, for example, or how to reduce biased policing. And on the other end, for community members, if there are areas where children are more at need or at risk for going to gangs, for example, or wanting to do some drugs and mm-hmm. things like that. So that I would, I would want to be able to come in to a place where, you know, you're sort of able to identify uh, at-risk youth and, and then be able to kind of interject in those ways. And it would be really nice to be able to come in ahead of time and try my best to help them change their trajectory. His hard work and passion has made Faisal Rashid not only a leader, but an inspiration to the entire Southern California community. And that is why he is this week's KNX Hero of the Week. And it's an honor Faisal tells me he's familiar with because he grew up listening to KNX with his dad. I was one of those kids that was sitting in the car listening to other people talk about, you know, the, the other heroes basically, what, 20 years ago now or something. So I, I really appreciate that and thank you very much. Once again, a big congratulations going out to Faisal Rashid. This week's KNX Hero of the Week brought to you by California Resources Corporation. And now, a special KNX Heroes Extra. Growing up, I've always listened to your station. Yeah. KNX 1070, and it's such an unusual... Because my dad, when I did with my dad, he was like, oh my God. And it's because <laughs> growing up, he would pick me up to go to school. Yeah. And then on the, on the way to school, you know, that's KNX 1070's on... Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was really happy to hear that as well. Well, I love it. I love it. Let's talk about before you went into the LAPD. First of all, you, you're from Los Angeles, born and raised. I grew up actually in uh, Koreatown. So that's that's where I grew up. Um, so I guess my uncle was one of the first Bangladeshis that came to Los Angeles. Oh, um, wow. So what inspired you to like start this journey of uh, this amazing career you've embarked on? Like what was the first <laughs> thing that drove you? You know, honestly, it's, it's like multi, there's multi-factors that kind of led me to the uh, Reserve Police Department. Um, in addition to the fact that um, I do neuroscience research and mm-hmm. like the kind of work that I am passionate about as well. The fascination for the brain kind of started with learning about my culture 
sixth, and then sometime around fifth grade, right? I think that's when nine eleven happened for me,、mm-hmm. and we all we all remember it、um, like it was yesterday. And so that also triggered that oh, these are people attacking my country, and that's not right. And in addition to that, they're claiming to be Muslim, and I'm a Muslim, and they just didn't it didn't coincide with any of my values whatsoever. So I was determined. Oh, as soon as I I wanted to become a pilot, so I knew I needed to become an、uh, officer.、So、I needed to get a college degree first.、So、I was like, as soon as I get a college degree, <laughs> I'm going to join the Air Force、okay. um, to to be to fight for my country. The, the thing though is that throughout my college experience, I learned a lot, and I also found my other passion for neuroscience. And、uh, that passion, I wasn't able to, you know, like put away or put aside. So that that avenue was always there. That okay, I want to study and research neuroscience. And at the same time, so once I finished my undergrad in neuroscience, I picked up a work in a neuroimaging facility. Where with neuroimaging, you're able to look at many different brain disorders.、Mm-hmm. Um, so you can look at depression, you can look at epilepsy, Alzheimer's disease, and so that's what I started to research.、Um, and mind you, like at the same time, that that desire to kind of give back to the community or or fight for my country, kind of it never really diminished. Um, and uh, then I landed the position at USC. I became a project assistant at USC,、um, continuing my brain imaging uh, research um, and uh, doing doing a lot of、uh, brain injury on traumatic brain injuries, which are like which a lot of veterans get when they come back from war、uh, through P- like they also have PTSD. And so we do a lot of neuroimaging work on PTSD and brain imaging、uh, of traumatic brain injury. That that、uh, desire to continue to want to give back,、um, it kind of never left. And then、uh, I had attended a、uh, LAPD forum, and at the forum, they said one of the ways you can give back to the community is to become a reserve officer. That is basically what allowed me. That that kind of triggered me to say, oh, you know what? This might be the perfect opportunity for me to be involved with my community.、Um, mm-hmm. And、uh, and that's what led me、um, to go ahead and apply to the department. So explain to me the process of what it means to become a reserve officer. Once you're reserve, you're not、uh, specifically assigned to patrol or where they need you most. It's kind of more like what kind of skill set you have, what kind of、um, background you bring into the department, and what your interests are. So if you want to work in mental health unit, for example, well, with me, I was interested in the counterterrorism unit. So they brought me in. Interviewed me, and、uh, I was really fortunate to be able to work in the what's called the Counterterrorism and Special Operations Bureau for the LAPD. Now, how does your education and all of your studies、uh, translate when it comes to working with the police force? So, I have an informatics background. Now, I finished my master's at USC, and because of the informatics component, basically, it's、uh, think of it as data processing or data analytics. I'm able to kind of help by using that or using the the skills that I have to sort of Basically, analyze big data to see crime trends, not just crime trends, but to prevent、uh, biased policing. For example,、um, these are things that the, the department they want to improve on.、Um, which, I mean, if I might add, my experience from, like as I said, I went in kind of being skeptical, a little bit fishy, wanted to see, like, oh, what can I help the department with? But、mm-hmm. from the moment I started being in the academy, I've noticed that, at least from the executive standpoint, the chiefs and then the commanders, they're Incredibly supportive and want to improve their like department. They want to improve the community, and they want to do it the best way they can. So you know, with with new ideas and to help you know reduce or minimize bias policing or profiling、mm-hmm. and things like that, they're very eager for.、It. And I'm happy to also be there to help them do that. 
How did you feel when you found out you were the first Bangladeshi to enter the LAPD? Yeah, so I uh, I was actually kind of surprised. Uh, Los Angeles does have a large Bangladeshi population, so um, I would have expected to see um, uh, another officer or someone in the community who is also from the Los Angeles Police Department. I did, I did later find out that there is uh, Bangladeshi officers and sheriffs, so LA County sheriffs, as well as like other areas of like outside of Los Angeles, but at least with the Los Angeles Police Department, I think that kind of made my family a little bit happy and proud. I mean, they were, they were, they were confused that, you know, during, during the whole process, they were very uh, confused because they were like, oh, are you leaving careers? Are you changing careers? And then my uncle, he would always ask, why are you doing this? Well, what do you get out of this? So I was like, well, you help people, you help the community. And, you know, uh, I mean, and then I even told him, like, I don't know how many, like, Indian or Bangladeshi police officers, you know, but it'd be kind of nice to have some of us around because then you could communicate with the community better. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Said, yeah, so no one really fully, like, um, understood what I was doing until I finished and then was sworn in. I can imagine how it is a change of pace from the norm. You kind of buck in the trend a little yeah. bit. Most people, yep. they go after one thing or maybe two in their lifetime. You know, to most people like neuroscience and police officer, how in the world would those two be even close to being connected? But there is a major connection. Yeah. Whatever that is that your passion is, then, then you know, it becomes fruitful later. It, or at least people begin to see your vision later, you know, mm -hmm. once you start to go through and kind of accomplish your goals one by one. It's quite an undertaking. Everything that you've uh, been doing these last few years and all the goals you have set for yourself. Explain to me what a typical day in your life would look like. Yeah, my, my day would basically be like wake up in the morning, um, go, to, go to classes, and then after my classes, go to work and stay at work until like about the afternoon, evening, and then, then go to, off to the academy and then do the academy from like 6 to 10 p.m. And after 10 p.m., if there were any left uh, remaining work that I had left to do, um, I would actually go back to work and finish off the work so that, um, you know, then basically repeat. You're very inspiring and you're very motivational. And, and you know, we're going to have a lot of families, a lot of adults, moms, dads who are going to hear this, your story, and they're going to kind of think, gosh, you know, he's doing so many things. How does he squeeze it into his day? But you're making it work and you have a great attitude and, you, and you've got, um, I think you've, you're letting your, you're really leading with your heart on like what you want to do in this world and how you want to make your stamp. And I think it's amazing. And I think you're very inspirational to even, even the kids that are going to be riding in the cars with their parents, listening to your story uh it truly is is pretty amazing so thank you oh no thank you very much uh, again like this is kind of an honor so I, I really appreciate that and thank you very much Faisal Rashid, this week's KNX Hero of the Week. Recognizing heroes all across Southern California who are life-saving, life-changing, inspirational, and motivational. KNX Heroes brought to you by California Resources Corporation. I'm Heather Jordan, KNX 1070 News Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.